0: Welcome to another episode. We're still on Beauty and Love. Very exciting today because we have yet another male perspective. I'm joined by Sabrina. Hi everyone. Obviously I'm Claire and we have Manny with us.
1: Thank you for inviting me and uh, it's a pleasure and honor to be a part of this. So it was and also just great to see you guys after a bit. So particularly Claire. um, I haven't seen I haven't seen you in eons, so it's great to see it.
0: Oh gosh, yeah, definitely. Time goes by simultaneously fast and slow these days. (laughs) So yeah, just diving um, into the first question, can you tell us about how you grew up and what kind of beauty and love messages you
1: received? Now, okay, so where I grew up. So I don't know if either of you know this, but so like, obviously I have an American accent. So I grew up, or I may still, or I may not have an American accent. I've been living here for 20 years. No, you do. (laughs) 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 great so like uh so i was born and raised in california uh and my parents immigrated from the philippines father uh u.s was u.s military so my family traveled a lot but i guess i'm the last of the six children so i was born on american military base in california on the west coast and where i grew up with at, at this place it's a place in monterey california and i don't even know if the base, the, the base doesn't exist anymore. They turned into a university in California. Uh-huh. But one of the questions, you know, growing up in this, I grew up in a cul-de-sac, Claire, a cul-de-sac. <laughs> Ooh, how quaint. I, th- I, th- I, think, I think Americans will, oh yeah, cul-de-sac, yeah. <laughs> um, and so, but it was it was attached to a U.S. military base. And the thing is, is that when you, having ra- being raised in a U.S. military base, is you see like a lot of the American soldiers m- marrying folks from different countries around the world where there's other military bases at so there's a lot of mixed interracial marriages couples families yeah Mm -hmm. and uh and then like i'm fast forwarding like eight when i turned 18 and i was mem and i was querying like one of the like one of the elders who was a a u.s military veteran as to do you think we're, you know, this place in California, like why is there so many folks from different areas of the world? And he was saying that if you're a US Army official or general or top brass, where would you, where would in America, would you put these these families at? You can't put them in the South. You can't mm-hmm. put them in different, you have to put them in a place where there would be a more liberal kind of understanding of interracial marriages and, and stuff wow. like that, yeah? And so I was, in these, and this is a, you know, an elder I was talking to, and I was just like, oh, flip. And obviously, know, I was eighteen at the time when I was kind of getting race conscious in my, in my thinking. So, and I can tell you, so when I was like the age of four, like, I never, like, I don't. Have you guys ever heard of this island called Guam in the Pacific oh, Ocean? Oh, yeah. All right. Okay. So there is a, a Guamanian uh family so the mother's german the father's uh guamanian and they had loads of you know my uh, kids my age uh, the other side of me uh, across the street black family yeah Neck two doors down korean and jewish did you, the father was jewish with they had two kids down like five houses down was my best friend uh mother's german father's sicilian uh so it, it was just all that So when we play, like, uh, the games that we play, and you see the kids in the street, you're going, like, flip, flip, uh, it was like United Nations on my cul-de-sac. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It was just just loads of these, like, crazy-looking kids, like... and like, although I say that my parents are, are Filipino, they actually come from two different parts of the Philippines and they spoke two different languages. So like the way that they communicated with my mom, my mom communicated with my dad's family was in English. So like, so, so in the Philippines, I would be like, I forgot the word they use, mestizo. I would be called a mis- uh, mestizo as mixed. Oh, yeah. right. Yeah. So like, uh, uh, but in you know in california that context i'm filipino but you know whatever <laughs> yeah. so yeah so sorry i just went into a little tire a little not tiring no no kind no that like, was so interesting <laughs> so like so if you can if you think about like the conceptions of what i thought beauty was or whatever it's it's different than what i saw on tv mm. at the time yeah sorry i'm sure there's a second part of your question
0: no, you you, you answered the question. I mean, it, it's so like wild that you grew up with such diversity. I mean, you said like it's a mini UN, and that's it's so it's like a contrast to the beauty and love messages you you saw on TV. Um, but like, when did you consciously realize that was a contrast? <laughs>
1: yeah, I, I guess when you look when you when you look around the neighborhood and you go to school. So I went to school on a U.S. military base, and like it wasn't oh, flip. <laughs> Uh, I'm just thinking of TV shows at the time, but I don't want to age myself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, so yeah, so like, um, so I had older brothers, yeah? So my older brothers, like one of my brothers, the, the age difference quite is, 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 is quite massive. I wouldn't say I was a mistake, I was a blessing at my mom's age of 43 when she gave birth to me. Oh. So, but like my, uh, and so there'd be posters on the wall in my brother's room, of like he used to listen to um, like these bands and the posters of Earthman of Fire. Like uh, all his music was all black artists, mm-hmm. old school R and B, and then it, that was interspersed with posters of Bruce Lee and <laughs> and like Kung Fu. So, so like growing up and 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 so like growing up with that kind of the black culture as well as getting like this A, like oh wow like Asian role model like. It, so yeah, and then going to school and everyone wants to uh, be ninjas. Do you know what I mean? And, <laughs> and and trying to practice karate moves and and my little pocket of California was it, it. just felt different. It just felt and and like and you know I can. My first crush was with this uh, was a girl who was half Korean, half white, who lived down my road. Yeah. So yeah. It was, tri- it was just it was it was it was a trippy <laughs> sorry i'm just trying to recollect memories and and i'm just going oh flip it was, it was like my childhood and i i couldn't i wouldn't and so it was a it was a lovely it was a lovely it was a lovely bit of me learning about stuff growing up uh of people's of different cultures but also learning i guess a bit of knowledge of myself in my own identity at the time and my older brothers yeah my older brothers and my cousins when it came to like notions of beauty was towards was not the notions of beauty that we got that, that was being fed out on american television it was names of girls like leilani like you know like or, <laughs> or uh or anna maria or uh or uh um Juhi or it was, just, it was just it wasn't like those like those you didn't see those you didn't see those faces or the on on, on like American mainstream TV or anything but yeah. was within my in our communities, like oh yeah yeah so that's so our notions of beauty was and I am speaking as a you know like a, my perspective is going to be framed with that kind of cyst head like, you know, cisgender male kind of perspective. I think it it was very much influenced by a lot of older folks, well, not older folks, but (laughs) cousins and older brothers who kind of like influenced what I think beauty should be, which I think if I grew up in Guam, body shapes and what conceptions of beauty is gonna be different in a different context. But in like in California, uh, it was just, it was a bit weird. (laughs) I'm just thinking about, I'm thinking how weird it could be. It was quite, not weird, but quite particular in in what our notions of beauty was at the time. But also, I guess, when I think about notions of love, how love can transcend race and ethnicity Mm. as well, there was no one. And it's kind of weird in this side of the Atlantic and being exposed to different other Cultures that I I didn't experience or I never confronted in in California, like uh, with some of the uh, folks from the um, Indian subcontinent and folks in the Middle East, where in in mainstream England, like the notion of arranged marriage is is is, is like is a crazy idea, and it's quite and it, and you know it does have like racial undertones as well when how people remark about that. But then like when I think about my parents, for real, like my parents, they were arranged marriage in the Philippines. Uh, and i remember my my uh she was my girlfriend at the time she's my wife now she asked my my mom when when she when you know like as you do trying to get to know your mother in law so when did you when did you fall in love with, with manny's father and my, my my mom's response was like oh after the third child <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: do you respond to that? Yeah.
1: It's like a stream of consciousness in my head as I reflect on these memories. Yeah, Yeah, no,
0: we we love it. Please don't apologize. (laughs) I mean, well, well, first of all, sorry, like two quick thoughts. One, what you described, for me, at least, it seems like very like,
2: quote unquote, stereotypically Californian, you know,
0: liberal, diverse, but (laughs) Irina, does that match your stereotype of California as well, or is that just
2: me? I think kind of, but then when I think of America, I just think about what I see on TV. I think... I don't really think about the individual states. I feel like I just judge America by the <laughs> like by the whole. Um I think it's yeah. I don't know. Listen to it is interesting because yeah. obviously I don't know what America was like, but just thinking about how you're describing your upbringing and what parts of America are like now or what's going on now. It just seems like two different worlds. It just yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean I don't want to get it, yeah. I don't want your uh to get it all twisted. I mean, racism did, did exist, but not in our little pocket. Do you know what I mean? But we knew like we knew where we knew where places we couldn't go like my so it was so our we were attached to a US military base and and so like you know like the 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 phrase was there's no there's no racism in in the well in the US Army at where I was at the elders would say something like a uh, we bleed green because everybody wore green. The 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 the, the soldiers wore green uh, uniforms, so like that was the whole thing. But it, when you know, with, without getting all historical and sociological, it was only after U.S. the U.S. Army was the first, like org organization, private or public within within America that was actually segregated. That actually not segregated. In, that actually practiced affirmative action was the first to implement and be integrated. Yeah. After World War II, and and not a lot of play, and at that time, it was Jim Crow, so it was so I know I'm not trying to, uh, what is that? When I'm a, I'm not trying to portray the U.S. Army and and the community as and like as idyllic, you know, like because I know what it has done, and I <laughs> I know that it, you know yeah. you know like I have talked in in pre in my writings, you know, like I I know the power of colonialism. I know that you know. Uh, I know that you, the U.S. military has like a lot of bases in the U.K. and like I don't know of any other country in the world that has military bases across the world still. Like you know, this is like when people think of colonialism, yeah. colonialism is still happening.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Uh, so, so like like, uh, so don't get it like don't get it twisted that I'm trying to make the U.S. Army or or the uh, I'm just reflecting back on my childhood. And, yeah yeah and, no it's your
0: experience. Yeah, you know? yeah yeah yeah.
1: I mean but also like talking to elders. Like I talked to this uh this one cat uh about he grew up in Alabama when he 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 listened to the army. He was working but he wanted to move out of his the town he was living in, in down south and he listened to, into the army and then he got stationed um in you know the base where and he said it felt like that it felt like going to the future twenty years in terms of racism and 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 so it, uh, he, like he didn't have to experience a lot of the the hardships and stuff that he experienced down south in 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 England yeah, I said England in Alabama yeah, <laughs> yeah. so when you moved to California it just felt like he felt like he could breathe a bit yeah but the, I'm saying my pocket of California but of course we know that there are places in you know like um, if you travel like about ten miles from where I grew up, that you'll stand out right yeah, I mean you see there's still you know like segregation and stuff yeah. like that that exists in the states, but if you know where your pocket's at uh, and and you feel safe and secure um yeah it the racism and 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 all and all of that you wouldn't confront that, but also I can see how notions of love and notions of beauty could be constructed within how you're living in your neighborhood or what you or how we we talk at school uh and also it but also notice the commonalities of how of how notions of beauty was shared between like so like i mentioned like this cat uh my best friend growing up who is like uh half german i say half see in in uk you guys do not say that yo it's Americans that do this whole heavy quarter this and a heavy of that and an eighth of this. So his his mom he's full, he's I'm gonna say I'm just gonna straight up say this. He's hundred percent Sicilian, hundred percent German, he's not half, all right. Okay. <laughs> um, but like you know, he's he but you know, he was he was he, he, he's white, like he, he was a white cat. Yeah. But we both shared the same kind of notions of beauty. Like, although we have he has that privilege and I don't, we still fancy the same person the <laughs> same the same thing <laughs> we were always after the same yeah uh and we both had the crush on the same girl in school yeah and so and i when i think when i reflect back at he married uh like he's he has you know his beautiful children he married a a woman from uh a, a cheerleader from our high school who's colombian yeah oh
0: wow <laughs> <Good thought.
1: laughs> Yeah. So like, uh, yeah, so it was just, it was cool. When I think yeah. about that, and how, as as I, as I, as I kind of reflect upon that and talking to you both, it, it just makes me reflect. I didn't know I was going to go here, guys. So that's why I
0: <laughs> No, no, it's great. And actually, before I pass it off to Sabrina for question three, I just wanted to say something that you just reminded me of, sorry, personal tangent. But so, you know, I grew up in Boston, right? So all, we had a lot of like Western state people like migrate to the East Coast for for your college for uni, and yeah. I just remember this one Asian American dude was like because he was from California, born and bred whatever. And I remember he was like, you know, I hope you're not one of those Asian people. Like, oh, he was like, no, you're from the East Coast, right? I was like, yeah, yeah. He's like, I hope you're not one of those Asian people that hate themselves because you know I'm West Coast Asian. <laughs> There's a difference, and I. The more I talked about it, it's like there's this notion, like if you're in the West Coast, you're surrounded by, quote unquote, more diversity and Asianness, whereas it's typically more white in the East Coast. So you tend to like acclimate more to your whiteness or something like that. And I was like, oh, I had no idea. I never thought about it before until you vocalize. And then I started to feel really self-conscious about (laughs) my Asianness then. But that's, oh my God, that's a huge a whole different (laughs) subtopic
1: no 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 no, listen can i I go there with you oh yeah yeah, yeah. okay i mean like you know like in in school like you know there would be terms like don't be a coconut right so like you know like you know don't be brown you know you're brown on the outside but you're white in the inside kind of for those listening to this podcast yeah (laughs) (laughs) let me explain what that is (laughs) and you learn about the knowledge yourself and you, 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 search for that. And so like, and I, and I think because like my brothers were a lot older, there'd be books around and music around to inform. So not necessarily how to be a Filipino. Cause I mean, you know, I'm still learning about my own culture now. Yeah. You you grow up because he, he, cause he I, I probably, because his, his love for music was pointed towards black music, soul and R&B. All I see was these album covers and CDs and, and books about music and you, you got and you and, and then I go, I go wow there's commonalities uh what what is this what where are the who are the black panthers growing up who is this Mal- black panthers the children of malcolm x who's malcolm x so i go and then as a teenager you know i'm reading the autobiography of malcolm x and i'm going oh flip and then you reflect back i'm going hold up like like do i think philip you know like do i think think less of filipino women than i would do you know what i mean or what's this whole thing on white of notions of am i am i is my condition am i conditioned to believe white women are more beautiful than filipino women yeah right and so i remember at a, at that you know after reading them i can't i'll credit malcolm <laughs> i could do this on the show after reading malcolm x and also listening to a lot of like i was getting into hip-hop and listening to a lot of hip hop kind of political conscious stuff like like I made it a point like if I'm you know if I'm gonna be going dating or asking the girl out for to the prom I'm looking at Claire here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're concert uh, now though.
1: <laughs> well, okay. well, asking to go to the homecoming dance whatever it's gonna be it's going to be like gonna be someone who has the same kind of skin complexion as I do yeah Mm -hmm. so i like i made it like kind of purposely so like yeah so i live my life dating women who had the same kind of skin color or eat who who have no shame of eating rice in the morning or do you you know what i mean like uh uh, that was my my world yeah
0: Mm.
1: i say was past tense now yeah (laughs) because now i'm married to an english woman who's like full on white yeah so like (laughs) but like but that was but my wife is um she was the first woman i ever dated who was white or at the time Mm. like i never i would never have done that but but, yeah it took me a bit and so it made it change my conception of what beauty is it's much more than just you know i gotta look i gotta look for someone with my skin because i did that i've done that and i was actually purposely pursuing that based on like my ratings and my understanding because like flip i don't don't know if y'all in Skull Red like uh, the bluest eye like, you know, oh, like, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, that's <laughs> like, like, I, I, I didn't want to hate myself. I didn't want to. Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Well, actually, sorry. I'm um, I tell this to Sabrina, like all the time, maybe I'm yeah. overthinking it. But do you think mm, I don't know if this kind of controversial? Do you think our love lives or not love lives? Do you think our love and like romantic life are also colonized or are we conditioned yeah in, in some sense because we're conditioned to value certain races of skin color over others do you do you think that's true is that too controversial
1: no 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 i remember this i remember like i think it was uh showing my age here and but also my love for hip-hop it's like 20 years ago there was a sample i heard on on a record and it's like and it was a i forget i don't it was a sample from a movie but it was played on a on a, on a track I forgive, i think the album was Black star or something, and it was basically saying it was basically saying like i it, it you can tell it was it was a, a black American talking to another black American male and he goes like I prefer and he was saying like i prefer i prefer light skinned women and and then he was he was trying to rationalize why he was liking he fancied what uh light skinned women and he was going cause my conditioning has been conditioned mm-hmm. um to go for that yeah or to pursue that because that's what I, that's society has made me to do to hate my black skin and go do you know what i mean and to yeah. go for someone lighter skin and i think this is where people get in these conversations now you know not now but recently about colorism and i just think mm-hmm. that that all stems from white supremacy Yeah, that all stems from um yeah white you know like calling for me colonization uh, you needed colonization for white supremacy to come about into our reality. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, it all stems from white supremacy, but it wouldn't have come about if the world wasn't colonized and rationalized for mm. and separating. Yeah. And just separating us from each other in a way. That's yes. what colonization did. Yeah
0: well that's why we're having these conversations like i was saying before i think people kind of undervalue beauty and love like oh are you gonna talk about makeup and
2: skincare but no everything it all bleeds up no just listening i feel like we definitely need to do like a part two there was just so many we say that. I do because there's just so many different things to yeah. like touch on, and even though we have our set questions when we like interview people, they always come with like really good points for us Absolutely. to follow up on. So then, like, sometimes we end up kind of pushing the questions to the side just because it's good to kind of give our, our personal voice and it's good to kind of hear what you're saying. Definitely agree with the whole thing in our, our love and kind of our ideals of beauty. It's all, all stems back to colonization. And I think what would have been good to explore in this season would have been that on relationships, effective how we kind of view each other in relationships. Because I do think that plays, especially in Black relationships, I feel like the emotional aspect of it and the struggle to kind of communicate on an emotional level, I feel like a lot of that can be taken from, like, colonisation and just kind of the roles that we were separated into. And people like to say, oh, it was such a long time ago. But when you've kind of been through trauma you pass trauma on to your future yeah, generations i don't think exactly. people realize the power being able to kind of pass such a strong feeling on through through the generations let's kind of get back on track and this does tie <laughs> in. this does tie in really well to kind of points that have been addressed but how have um your perceptions of beauty, health and love changed when you moved to like different countries and cultures? So like how did that kind of change from moving from the US to the to the UK?
1: So Yeah, concerned? so it's a great question. Yeah, so I so my intermediate before the UK, I lived in Holland for a year, yeah. So I lived yeah, from California, San Francisco, then to Amsterdam and then to the north of England. But but, <laughs> but in I think in, in, in Amsterdam that's I was doing, um, it was part of my university. It was like a bilateral exchange. And that's where I, so I'm tying, I'm inter, I'm interlinking it with the, some of the literature that I started reading when I was there, but also to help me understand about myself and knowing what, to help me understand the, the question, to help me to respond to the question you asked about health love and, and and notions of beauty so like uh so that's my front so amsterdam was my front for non kind of time of my life where i'm and, and then also understanding colonialization from in a different context so so when i was in live when i was living in Am, living in amsterdam and going to different parts of holland with uh, friends and stuff people were looking at me like, and as if i was one of theirs so like paul and colonized indonesia oh yeah yeah so so like when people look at me they think i'm that yeah so like <laughs> wow. so like or, or 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 one of the in amsterdam's quite is quite is segregated but you can see the different like there are cultures there that i i I was was first introduced to like so I never growing up in California I never met someone from Turkey before yeah growing up in California I never met I never even heard of the island of Curacao I never heard of Suriname and these were some of the places that folks that I met in Amsterdam that I cultures that I go oh flip for real Curacao where's that at oh Venezuela It's off the coast of Venezuela or um and and like I I wouldn't I like I was like the stupid American cat yeah. <laughs> but then you can but having talking to them and how and meeting them and and getting to know them i got to know how i'm how i'm perceived by that white gaze and how white how the white gaze is contextual depending on where you're at so like i can walk into a neat because there's a lot of like indonesian restaurants if you guys ever had indonesian food there's this thing they call rival or rice toffle it's amazing anyways (laughs) when i walk into the when i walk into the when i walk into that you know, like one of these uh, Indonesian restaurants back in the day, like I go flip that, that dude looks like me. Do you know what I mean? Like, that, or they, or like, I felt like I was at home, but I wasn't at home, but I felt like, okay, yeah. And I can see how white folks or Dutch view me and, and how what's also limited is that if I was to, you know, meet someone and at that time was quite in my head, I was still in like, have one's faith. So like, so meeting folks from like, Turkey and Morocco because I never confronted some of the differences in that faith for folks from those areas and, and the migrant and immigrant community within Holland. Yeah. So that so I've, I've been exposed to, okay, so learning loads about Islam and, and, and being Muslim. And I can see how like girls are not, you know, like girls are not going to talk to you if they're, you know, if they're Turkish or, or if they're, fa- or if they have that particular faith. So it was quite, it was quite Or, if even if you got to know them, they're not going to bring you home to their parents. Do you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. they're going to keep you on the down low. You're like, and it took me a long time to reconcile that. But then I was like, okay, I understand now. Like, so it was not only the race bit, but it's also the faith bit that I that I was learning and but also not learning about relationships but also learning how folks view yeah folks perceived of love or what loving relationships are like a full stop like you can't pursue that with that particular person i learned that and also made me think about okay hold on when i thought about like the concept of marriage it's not as much more than a hollywood movie you're married into a culture you're married into a family you're married into this extended family you're you, it's, you don't think about that when you're watching these Hollywood movies, you know what I mean? Like They don't go there. <laughs> yeah, you're, we're like, you know, like the blessing of the, the mother and father and families is, is very significant, very important in cultures. And kind of like when I, as I reflect, it makes me think about how important that is in my own Filipino culture like i don't know like growing up in the states i lost uh, in terms of what relationships or or how loving like when when i think about that and having learned from folks in in Amsterdam was that love is secondary It's it felt like love was secondary in terms of how to build a family how to build a community or well, i'm not saying that love is love is secondary but love is like love attraction or beauty attraction is secondary There you go, that's what I meant. And then that's what I took to the UK and made me understand a lot of the stuff that oh yeah, when I came to the UK, it was like flip, they ain't no Filipinos here at all. And (laughs) they ain't no folks from Malaysia, Indonesian up in this place. (laughs) And the only folks that are Malaysian are the international students at the university. So like, because the British colonized Malaysia, I believe. (laughs) So like, so like I was like, oh flip, they ain't no Filipino. So I'm like in a I felt like I was an anomaly up in northern England. And then, like, but the nearest folks that had my skin color, like locally, were, um, you know, like Bangladeshi, Pakistani folks. And then learning about how much they're just learning about that culture living here, just and the extent of discrimination and stuff. And I don't know if I answered your question, dude, but you just took me on a journey for these different <laughs> countries, but oh yeah, like no one could no one could categorize me. Like the colonizer, the British colonizer, white gaze, whatever you want to call it. I, I don't know, they can't put me in anywhere. Like they can't, in, in Amsterdam, I, I can, you know, I can pass for being Indonesian, but I can't pass, I don't know what I can pass for. I, I don't know what, maybe I can do that heavy half kind of like, I don't know. <laughs> Quantum something, I don't know. <laughs> The <laughs> Sorry, you asked how it altered. Am I answering that question, Sabrina? I'm not quite sure, dude.
2: Yeah, I think what I I can summarize is that kind of going from California to like Amsterdam to the UK, it's kind of, if it was on like a color spectrum, you've gone from dark to light. (laughs) I feel like that's the best way to kind of articulate it. And I think what stood out is when you said that the closest people you could obviously identify with was like the bangladesh's and i was saying to claire when i've been in kind of like my secondary school was very white so there was probably like five black people across my entire year group but whenever i was in like social situations or out i always kind of gravitate to whoever matches my skin tone so <laughs> i'll start off with black people and if there weren't any black people i would go as far as i could until there was it was just white people but literally just as long as there was someone that was brown or a person of color I just felt a lot more at ease in a social situation just having that one person of color in a room Mm -hmm. full of white people makes a big difference and I find that's more common in the in the UK and I think when you look at the UK geographically the biggest cities have the most diversity if you have London you have like big cities like Birmingham and Manchester they have like Lots of diversity, but then being up north, north, the northern England is just known for being pretty white. So, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, I can kind of get how how you felt that way when you when you came. This question, yeah, I think it's. I think like a, it's a yeah, it's a really yeah. good question. I I'm really interested to kind of hear how you answer it. But how do you think men of color occupy beauty and love in the media? I think mean, this is interesting. Oh, um, and um, British
0: media to start
2: because
1: we yeah. really want to know. Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> It's good, it's good
1: british out. british media oh flip the net. okay right okay so the the thing that the word that you use oh goodness me I've, i see the question but i see that that word occupy
2: yeah oh, when i read it was i was it? like mm, this is this so, is so like, intentional of, <laughs> yeah
1: yeah because i can't when i when i see that term occupied i just think of the occupy as in like what happened you know like was that 2013. So I, so I see that as a political word, but also like, okay, occupies and maybe like, okay, how do you think? Okay, hold on.
0: We're taking it back.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Hold on. Maybe
0: it was a too deep question. No, 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 (laughs) no, (laughs) no, (laughs) no,
1: no, no, there's like two different, there's like two different things going on when I think of how, so when I think of British media, all right, so beauty and love and how there is that, you know, the flipping, um, that old school, those classics when they're not Jane Austen. Austin. but you know like jane austen i was just thinking the one that um like pride where, and prejudice yeah there you go that's the one oh, pride okay. and prejudice. all right okay i was
2: trying to Pre- think what the other one was called but i can not
1: remember her name no, claire got it pride, i was thinking <laughs> yeah. Pride as if like the old school pride and prejudice the bbc one and there's this one with the more up-to-date one and so that's so that that's one that you know so they know they ain't no, no mental color up in that piece yeah but when <laughs> but when, up, when then, uh. But when, when I see men of color like on TV, like for instance, I, um, it doesn't even have to be British, but like even French as well. And I haven't watched. Uh, uh, yeah, we just got done watching Lupin. I don't know if you yes. guys caught that on Netflix. Yes, yeah?
0: and what an attractive, talented actor! Anyways, <laughs>
1: please continue. <laughs> yeah, but like his like his love interest is white. Yeah. Yes.
0: Oh, I've heard, Yeah, I've already okay. complained uh, about
1: this. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, okay, so like. And I'm just thinking back, I, I don't watch a lot of British shows, but like <laughs> <laughs> maybe because of uh, is the, the show Luther, is his love interest white? Oh, no, well?
0: I have no idea. I don't watch it. Do you, Serena?
1: I'm trying to... Hold up. There's,
2: I was thinking of... Um... I was thinking a bit of Luther. Do <laughs> not you forget that Idris Elba was in a show called Luther? Yeah, yeah, uh, that's, yeah, yeah. That, that's, yeah that's for a minute I was huh? thinking of that—that that angel devil thing that's on Netflix. Um, yeah, that's what I thought. That Luther, that's what oh, I thought yeah. originally. But you know what? I wouldn't be surprised. I think she probably was. Yeah, I feel like I know where you're going with 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 this point. Yeah, please, please
1: continue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> well,
2: Before I answer the question, uh, yeah.
1: And then even when I first arrived, like, uh, well, it was on video. I remember videotapes and watching East of East, East of East, about a Bangladeshi, mm-hmm. was it Bangladeshi family? Yep. and the love interest was a girl who was white one of the brothers it was always oh like yeah and then the and then the and then the father ran a chippy shop and he was married to an english woman it was it was kind of like it me, it seemed like men of color as how it's portrayed and i didn't see any women and i'm just thinking i don't know i, I probably haven't watched a lot of british television since i arrived here because my television my television watching is not as pronounce the sun, but it, it just felt, it, it just doesn't feel, it, sit, it doesn't sit right with me in a way. Yeah. um Because it does perpetuate the beauty standards of what women and what men of color should pursue. And, and you know, like that's, that's something that needs to be examined. and I know folks do that in terms of discourse analysis and stuff in, me, in, in media, but, and, and, and when men of color are in those relationships, and I just think about that Issa movie, the Pac- uh, Pakistani father slapping the English woman. Oh. There's a scene, yeah, like that. And I'm just thinking, I don't. Yeah, that's that's just that's just not on. Like in terms of, of in terms of how the media portrays men of color. Period. Yeah, and, and and you can separate that not not just men of color. Like how police view an Asian male. Yeah, versus how a U- the British police view a black male. They're both considered dangerous, but in different ways do you know what i mean yeah 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 that that perception of you know we got and and sorry i'm about to go and talk about prevent and just, you know.
0: <laughs> no i mean I, I actually i think sorry before you go down like it's um for our let's be real for our friends <laughs> it's, it's probably important to um distinguish like we hear a lot of discourse in like u.s racial stuff but over here if you say asian it doesn't necessarily mean east asian it probably refers to south asia so should probably have clarified like like what do you think of like black versus like black caribbean and british east yeah. asian medical because i think there are subtle different or maybe there aren't subtle differences because let's be real we're all long together as bame over here you know, i, was, we're just, kinda, <laughs> I so, was just about yeah. to say that
2: we've, we've, we've been conditioned to group ourselves together so whenever we yeah. talk, we talk about each other co- kind of like as a collective. And I would say it's not until I um, met you, Claire, that I was able to kind of distinguish parts of Asia. Just I've never, <laughs> I've never been in a, I've never been in a situation where I've really had to be conscious and kind of um, distinguish parts mm-hmm. of Asia. And it's just really bad at like how little I know about geography, um, a subject that we all get taught at school, but yet. Yeah, we don't really get taught about the world which is it which is crazy yeah like in geography we learn about valleys and (laughs) volcanoes and I mean they're great too
0: but yeah and
2: natural (laughs) disasters but if you look at like the actual geographical makeup of the world like Asia is a huge continent ask anybody what they know about Asia and they'll probably say China and India and Pakistan, Do you yeah. know, like the countries. Yeah. Yeah. Probably you don't get... want to know, yeah.
0: I think. Is um, but difference. like
2: distinguishing, like you have East Asia, you have South Asia, etc. Like people yeah. don't want to get into the technicalities of it. No, um, and even the
0: Caribbean, I mean, we talk about this all the time. Like
2: he- yeah. hello, wind rush. hello, Windrush, <laughs> like, hello. Yeah, it's like we're we just more, not going there. <laughs> more Jamaica's not the only country in the Caribbean, and oh Africa God. isn't a country; oh my it's God, a yeah. continent. <laughs> it, we can this is a this is like a whole old topic. I, I didn't uh, know we you, would end up uh, here but from Africa. No, there's more to Africa than than yeah, it's it's not a country it's a continent I mean, it's just nuts
1: but yeah sorry <laughs> sorry manny just another chance. no 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 it just it's, it's it's lovely to talk to you guys and, and talk about this and and that question about men it's going to make me i'm going to ponder this because like men in color of in the media in tvs or movies or, or whatever and you mentioned these like you know these countries that have been colonized yeah they're not perceived positively throughout history yeah. you know what i mean and and not even considered human in some respects yeah and how that that non-humanness is being is you know is propagated even today and perhaps we don't see it and i'm just challenging myself as i say this perhaps we don't see how how they take the humanity out of us being portrayed on tv because we're conditioned to accept it. Sorry, I didn't mean to go too deep on that.
2: No, but, it, it's, but... True. <laughs> it's true. True. Yeah, because if you think yeah. about it, like, you wouldn't have made it on to TV unless you was considered light-skinned or white. So it's the same for, like, Asian and <laughs> yeah. Asian and Black people. If you're, like, a dark-skinned Asian or Black person, nine times out of ten, you're not going to make it on yeah. to TV. you are got to have a really minor role. From shows that I've watched, apart from, I would say, a Black man being paired with um, a white woman, I would say that I haven't really noticed, like, a preference over, like, the shade of Black that they go for in <laughs> men. But in terms <laughs> of, like... A white man pursuing a black or an Asian woman—they are very light-skinned, yep. light-skinned women. To the point where, when you're looking at the Asian women, they could, you, they could be Middle Eastern. You never know where you can, where uh, to place that person just because of how Sorry. light the actress is, but then when you look at them casting either a dark-skinned Asian male or female or a dark-skinned black male or female, they'll put them in the, in, in the same race and relationship. So they'll be in a relationship together if they're dark-skinned, but the dark-skinned ones don't get to kind of have the same kind of representation as if they was to kind of cast a light, light-skinned person. That's something I've I've known. Yeah. And I feel as, it's, yeah, it's, it's a weird one. I'd say the Mindy Project is, the, I don't know if you've watched it, I yeah, actually, she all, actually enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, do you know when you just can't win? You can't win. Uh, but I really enjoyed yeah. it for the simple fact that she was a dark-skinned Asian lady and she was the main character, and I absolutely loved it because that's something yeah. I'd never I'd never that's seen true. before. True, but yeah. it's like we can't take steps forward without them having an invol like a heavy involvement with it. Hmm. You you'll never get like a full cast of like dark-skinned Asian or, or, or black people unless. The director or the producer um, or the cat or the crew were were people of color. And why should we have to kind of? It's, it's, it's such a, when you, when you look at how we're portrayed uh, or represented in the media, unless we're the ones kind of behind it, then we don't get the representation that we deserve. How can we get that representation if? the top positions are dominated by white people <sighs> we, we it's talk just, about it's this. like we literally yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah it's it's like we're trying to fight to get through the door
0: i forgot the figures but when we discuss i mean for example like snowpiercer if you look at the, the netflix version if you look yeah. at the sorry i'm repeating myself but like if you look at the ep list they're they're korean korean so they're like asian so off the get-go you would assume like Oh, EPs, producers. Oh, they're like Asian-Americans and they're Black people. Cool, 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 cool. But again, the protagonist is a Black male, but his love interests are light-skinned and white. It's because the overall Netflix producer, I mean, they're white. They're going to appeal to their own stereotypes and perspectives. And actually, I can only cite American shows for the most part, to be honest, because British shows are, they're so behind, at least with modern shows now. Sorry, in the, in US Netflix. There are shows with male protagonists, but it's justified by having like a white <laughs> lo- love interest, and even um, never have I ever produced by Mindy Kaling. I love it. I thought it was hilarious, but her love interests are a white man and a mixed race white man. I mean, great for being mixed yeah, race, I suppose, yeah, yeah, yeah. but still. So something there. Oh my god, this we could just go on on about I this. Mean, but it, sorry, it, what were you I'm, gonna say? I'm just,
1: <laughs> sorry, I'm just thinking. I'm just thinking now. Um, like for instance, like crazy. I'm just thinking was it Crazy Rich Asians? That movie? Yeah,
0: the I movie, yes.
1: Okay, so although like, you know, they yeah, it was it was nice to see Asians all, all up in there. Like <laughs> they were really like some were like kind of mixed, yeah, with you know that with that whiteness into yeah. in there, yeah. And uh, you know, I guess they had to play on the English accent. It was just it just felt weird. I, I enjoyed the movie, but I I you know, I was like, hmm. I found it problematic. Uh, and then uh, uh, I don't know if you caught uh, Kim's Convenience on Netflix.
0: Oh my God. Oh, so many thoughts on that. Oh gosh. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> yes, so Sabrina,
1: so uh, there's, it's on Netflix, Kim's Convenience. And, but like, his love interest is a, I don't know. I, I, she passed, she's white passing. She looks she, white.
0: She's white, I think. Yeah, yeah.
1: And then, um and then like, but then you guys talk about behind the scenes. And like, I know yep. there were, there, the, the last season or the last season and a half, the writers were all white. And they like men the, yeah and they push <laughs> the actual creator who was korean from my from my understanding
0: yeah to be
1: what i guess from was pushed out of the show the, yeah. the showrunner yeah? yeah
0: yeah
1: yeah so like although the protagonists and the characters and i do yeah. have problems with kim, kim, kim i think some of the, the stuff was uh, uh, with kim's convenience is problematic as well like yeah. i don't know any like the korean couples I knew growing up, like they're speaking Korean with each other if they're by themselves and like they're speaking
2: English. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like my parents don't <laughs> talk English. English. <laughs> yeah. but isn't, so, isn't that reflection of like the people producing it and the fact that, come on, you can, I'm sure you can put subtitles on the screen for for when they are talking. Yeah, but the showrunner didn't want that because it would uh, alienate the audience.
1: Oh, for, was that the, yeah. the was, was that, that the, we, the, No, the no, actual, the,
0: his
2: white partner. Right.
1: oh yeah see
2: this i mean because yeah exactly (laughs) we can do it we can read subtitles everyone everyone else in the world who can't speak english has to put subtitles on too exactly
1: i mean i mean I mean, I i mean i'm not korean but like from my knowledge of korean they got it on you know like the church bit
2: you know yeah,
1: I mean, a lot of it, what I felt was on point, not necessarily the, you know, owning, like or owning a business they, that was on point, not necessarily a convenience store, but, it, it, but the, but the, the dynamics, I, I, you know, like I expected to see more Korean being spoken in the show. I expected, yeah. they did talk a lot about, this is where I think the white, white, where white folks come in is the gaze upon food and cuisine because it's easy so it's easy access I think yeah. you may have guys talked about that before. I'm not quite sure on your show.
0: Probably at some point, but I mean, we need to keep talking about this. It hasn't changed.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, but yeah, sorry. I'm, I'm going on about Kim's convenience. Maybe this could be for another episode. Oh my god, no.
0: We yeah, this could be for another episode. But I did really appreciate the immigrant bonds they had on the on Kim's convenience. You know, between the different immigrant families. That yeah, um,
1: that yeah, the guy who's Vietnamese. Well, I thought he was Vietnamese. He passed. I free. genuinely
0: can't remember. <laughs>
1: this is, uh, yeah, so there's a there's an Indian restaurateur. Yes, yes. And then there was this bloke that hung out with him. He was single, but for me, he looked like my friend's oh, dad, he, who was Vietnamese. I
0: thought he was Chinese.
1: Was he? Oh, okay. oh I don't know. I can't, I can't my remember. My dad.
0: Uh, but yeah, no, 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 I thought that was great. But um, there's a new show. Uh, uh, Joe is doing a new show featuring all Asian Americans, and isn't isn't he Filipino? He's, great. yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's half. Sorry, I'm going American. Again. Yeah, he's, sorry. he's Filipino. Also, sorry, I shouldn't have assumed that just because this you Filipino,
0: you know about it, but we were talking my show, so know. I thought you know. Sorry.
1: <laughs> I know Joe Coy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, when Filipinos are on Netflix, you hear about it. Yeah, for real. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, uh, yeah, when we find out there's some Filipino in the person, like, oh, flip. I, I, th- I think there's like a girl from Steps. I don't know that band, back in the English band. She was Filipino as well. Oh, right. oh, I forgot her name. Anyways, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, Joe, yeah, I'll look forward to that. Joe Koy. he's like, his dad was a U.S. military guy, a white U.S. military right. guy, and his mom is a, yeah. Yeah, I'm looking um, forward
0: to that. <laughs> I was getting a little nervous when they announced, like, Korean-American dress. I'm like, oh, I don't want to be seen that much. And I'm like, yes, but no. I don't know how you feel
1: about that. <laughs> what, 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 the, what Korean-American, sorry. What, oh, what, like.
0: Whenever you see, so yeah, like this show would be Filipino-American, right? It's like reflections on his childhood. So because like you share a bond, you would share a bond with the show. Do you feel like a little like nervous because you're seeing a representation of your background? Or excited?
1: Yeah, it's it's crazy because I know because i watched a lot of his uh, stand-up. So like I know that he has a sister, like he has a family as well. And my family reflects that like and my brother, my siblings have married folks from different ethnic groups as well hmm. so like we kind of departed from my mom's generation where they had arranged marriage
0: mm. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> she's like okay okay <laughs> um, but like uh, my
1: uh, one sister is married to uh so like like he talks about the sister one of the sisters who's who's married to a, a black man american black man yeah mm. like my and i have a sister who's married to a black man as well like, oh wow yeah yeah <laughs> i also have a sister who's married to a, a, a white guy i also have a brother who's married to she's hawaiian I was about to say she's from Okinawa. No, I think she's from Okinawa. So like we have, we, <laughs> we're, we're replicating the cul-de-sac. My, uh, uh, my my siblings were representing that. Uh, mm. We're replicating that. But like, so when you mentioned Joe Coy and his family, I'm going, I think it sounds, it's going to be similar to my family because we <laughs> all grew up near a U.S. military base. Uh, we all had spam and rice for breakfast or something like that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um. So it may, uh, yeah. I know. I, I'm looking forward to it, and it's, it's a great thing for us, fellow Philippi- like particular folks in my family, to see that. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah.
0: I'm looking forward to it too. And so, is Sabrina, <laughs> Do
2: you know what? I need to get I need to get back onto Netflix. I'm due at anime detox soon. So I'll, be, I'll be transitioning back into normal TV. <laughs> oh, I love that. Well.
0: I mean, I guess, I guess we'll ask the last question and wrap up. Sorry, we went wildly over, but yeah. Do you want yeah, to take it no, away?
2: Do you know what? It has been really just fun listening to everything. Um, so the final question that we'd like to ask is how do you practice self-care?
1: That's a great question. I think everyone should ask that question at the end of a meeting of some sort. When I think about my own, for my self-care, what I, like, I do, I do a lot of running. So I like going on runs and stuff during the day, but I need to have, because my Philip, like I was telling you guys earlier that I'm trying to Study my Filipino culture. Not study. I know what, what it is being a Filipino, but it's so difficult to be Filipino in northern England when there's no Filipinos that I know of. And so like my English wife is talking to my sisters and she'll surprise me like a Filipino food or or center mm-hmm. my like it's just that. And getting in so like, or me going if there's leftover rice from dinner, putting that in the fridge and let it just going, be in the fridge for a couple of days, so I can fry that up with some eggs and some garlic. <laughs> so, and that for me is self. For you know, like for me, I, I run a lot because I eat a lot of crap food. So, like, <laughs> but uh, but but that crap, all well, the crap food. I don't. It's not crap food, but it makes me feel. It makes me kind of either through food or listening or watching. Because on Netflix, I can watch Filipino films. Yeah. So like, I don't. I don't speak. My mom's language. I understand it a bit, but if I wanted like to to hear a bit of home, I would I would watch Filipino films on Netflix. And so for me, that yeah, that's my self care. But also, yeah, sorry, it should have been an easy question to ask, but because we're talking about stuff about love, beauty, um, and relationships, I think is one of, the, I guess, to know. I guess the more when I think about those topics, I got to think about who I am and what my what my wiring is. Because a lot of the stuff that wired me up before needs to be cut off, like in terms of white supremacy, notions, notions of beauty that has been pushed on to me. I need to cut those wires or configure it in a different way so I can have that knowledge of self that and love myself in order to love others. Because, yeah. you know, I, I'm raising two boys, yeah. So, like, I want them to be, and they have skin color like, like mine, and they're growing up in England, northern England so yeah. i want them to be you know like i gotta be that i gotta be that person to instill in them that look dude we have the skin color folk. you know i'm gonna have to have that talk with my with mm. my kids at some point yeah but i want them to know who they are and i'm trying to know in order for me to let them know who they are i gotta know who, what i am as well so oh, i didn't mean to be deep yeah. no that, in, that was
0: beautiful I, seriously that it was i love felt it I, that,
2: that was like the perfect way to kind of like wind down this episode and wrap it up. It's been so great talking to you again. I know I only yeah. spoke to you last week. <laughs> this is a lot more easier to digest. This um, well, no,
1: you, you, you turned it around, Sabrina. You turned it around. You too, Claire. Like making me the interview. I didn't. Th- I thought it was just like a, a conversation. I didn't know it's actually. Yeah, I didn't know it was. The, uh, I was. It was like I was going to be offering so much. On and, display. And to, <laughs> on display, but to be honest it's it's it, it's it's healing it's reparative as well mm. um so no i appreciate you know i appreciate it and share it with both of you as well so it's it's been lovely and, and uh yeah this i wish i i you know i can go, i i could hang out with you guys longer you know what i mean like but like maybe a part maybe a part two or three but it's been it's been lovely enough i, I, yeah. I really was feeling it and uh like i know that i can rest tonight going like I, you know i feeling good that i was able to share and and maybe it'll make some kind of impact definitely made an impact on myself
0: and that's the end of the episode thank you so much to manny for joining us on the podcast and just chatting with us it was truly valuable and fantastic and we can't wait to have you back thank you to those of you listening and join us for the next episode bye